Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. This week we're going to talk about Pixar and whether or not we are uh, worried about it. Not, not to put too strong a point on it, but the reception of their more recent movies has been a little bit less enthusiastic than some of their earlier films. And looking forward into the, the, the realm of Toy Story 4 and Monsters, Inc. 2, we have to ask ourselves this question. Are we worried about Pixar? Looking forward here after Cars 2 and Brave have happened and we're looking at an unnecessary prequel for Monsters, Inc. Are you guys worried about Pixar, Brian? I guess so, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to look at the track record. We now have several data points, unfortunately, that's a uh, trend towards that direction. It's not saying that it can't reverse, but um, I mean, I'm, I'm on record as being pretty disappointed by Up, um, or at least not... Um, not fully, uh, thoroughly engrossed by it, and then Cars Two, I think, is definitely a stumble, and then Brave absolutely is is just not not that that same quality. So we have enough data points, I think, to to justify being worried. Dorkman, what about you? I I guess I mean it's it, mm-hmm. I mean we're we're already we're already at the point where it's like all right, well the streak is clearly broken now. It's yeah. not there were there was a. There was a time where it was like it's tense because they haven't fucked up yet. It's tense because they haven't stumbled yeah. yet, but now they have a I'm couple times, over. and it's like okay, well, it's disappointing in the sense where it's like because of that. Previously, I could watch a a Pixar trailer, and I'm like, even if I didn't like the trailer, which I often didn't, because it just didn't really boil down well into you know two minutes or whatever, it'd be like, well, it's Pixar, so I'm sure when I go see the movie, it'll all make sense, and mm-hmm. it did. I can no longer go into a Pixar film with that kind of confidence. Now it's Will like, you see a Pixar movie, Side Unseen? If the, when Monsters well, University's trailer came out a couple weeks ago, where you're like, fucking I don't know, but I'm in. Or has that period ended? It's just, I mean, that's a fair question because I think I am still... You're right. I am still at the point where I saw the Monsters University trailer and I'm like, I said exactly that thing. I was like, I don't know about this, but... Let's do it. I'll go see it. Sure. Let's no. see if they... It, I, I can see that, like, Monsters University is a movie that I can see making perfect sense. Like, I'm sure they could make a movie with these characters in college doing the Animal House thing, but I don't see what the point of that is. Right. I don't get why you would make that movie. But I could be wrong, but based on the based on the, the more recent uh, um, track record, uh, I'm, I don't have the confidence to be like, well, it'll be fine. So, yeah. Trey? <laughs> Well, you guys are coming at Pixar with a different perspective than I am because because Pixar was like, you know, when when you were kids starting out, Pixar was like, oh, my God, they make the greatest movies ever. Oh, my God, Pixar is wonderful. Pixar was just a rival company to me. Mm. You know, back in 1988, there was DeGraff Foreman where I worked. There was Metrolite. There was Rhythm and Hughes. There was Pixar. We're all trying to, like make computer graphic movies which is a stupid thing to try and do and uh you know and pixar is like pixar had that thing called tin toy which kind of had that creepy baby in it that you know and they only were able to get it half finished in time for siggraph you losers <laughs> you losers um it won an academy award next year when they finished it but yeah, they're uh, never gonna match anything exactly then you know they're never gonna be like a rhythm and hughes or a metrolite come on so um <laughs> Metrolite. I've never even heard of that. Exactly. Well, I don't think they're around anymore, but they were one of the original computer graphic companies. Um, so, you know, it's to me, it's always been like, I, I enjoy the Pixar movies. I mean, the Toy Story ones are the ones I'm least familiar with. Um, but the, um, 
you know, they, they, they're, they're good. And they, they, I was like, they're fine. But, you know, I already had the experience when I discovered that Steven Spielberg could make a bad movie, <laughs> you know, 20 years ago. And I was like, wait, they're not all going to be the best movies of all time. It's, it's all just part of growing up, kids. Uh, yeah. That's how it is. Um, you know, your dad is just someone who knows how to have sex with your mom, and he has no special skills. So, <laughs> so it's it's something that you learn when you when you grow up that that there is uh, you know, well, everyone's you, everyone's just people, and and sometimes people with the best intentions can 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 screw the pooch um, or your mom but <laughs> but the uh, hopefully not both that yeah but, uh, not, but both you got a problem and but if that, both then that just makes you a son of a bitch there's definitely there's definitely something wrong there but um, that was witty so I, <laughs> my concern is more you know it's, it is it is is this really a trend is it just you know is it just is it enough is it enough data points to go this is the next movie is going to also not be good I mean they're made by different people there is the pixar machine that sort of generates all these things and they have their production methodology but you know i i, I don't know enough I, I i speculate that a lot of it is you know because these movies take so long to to get made they were really seeing the results of things that happened several years ago we actually may have put our finger on one of them in our cars commentary when we realized that you know when joe Ramp died there seems to be sort of a, a, a split all of a sudden at least a correlation yeah, yeah. um that maybe Joe Ramst was a little bit more, you know, integral to the to the to the magic than than we maybe gave him credit for or realized. Um, another thing is the fact that they also are in charge of Disney creatively, so their creative mm-hmm. focus is is more spread now. Oh shit! And, I uh, forgot about that. Yeah, know, yeah, their empire is much larger. Exactly, yeah. and, and you know, John Lasseter has to like you know go oversee John Carter while Brave is getting made and things like you know, and, and they, they, they do like kind that. of feel like they're meeting in the middle because the Disney Animation Studios stuff it's gotten better is Tangled. getting so much better there, well there was Tangled there was Bolt which I thought was, was Bolt, is, you know, Bolt is good perfectly people good liked Princess and the Frog I never saw it and, uh, oh. and, um, and now uh, Wreck-It Ralph is yeah like, Wreck-It Ralph is that, getting a lot of that looks fantastic yeah. Yeah. yeah I will point out by the way in terms of it being a trend um, it's it's worth pointing out that Toy Story three is not on that slope. Yeah, Toy, Toy Story, Story three was a rate. Yeah. was a spike. Yeah, back right. up on the on the on the trend. Well, but Toy Story three was at least uh, in terms of franchise and universe part of their original <laughs> ideas because it's part of the interesting Pixar mythology that many of these films started well, yeah, as but, just a, but a the difference between Cars and Cars two is quite noticeable well, that, as well. That too, but the, the, part of the interesting Pixar mythology is that at one point these four guys and, and Julie in the chat points out. Uh, John, Andrew, Pete, and Brad are your, your sort of big name four guys, with Joe being a fifth. They started by saying, all right, well, what kind of movies do we want to make? And everyone just sort of said, you know, I've had this idea for a movie for a long time where it's like this weird universe with like monsters living in it. Or what about a fish? Or what about bugs or toys or things like that? And what was it? Was, was, it, was it Cars? That was the first one that was outside of that? Incredibles wasn't part of that, was it? Incred- uh, Incredibles, Incredibles was. was. Incredibles, Incredibles was, was Brad Bird's. Pet project, right? Yeah. right. I, I think uh, Up was the first outside of that. Yeah. But Up, you know, for I we, think Wally was the last one that was part of that original. Yeah, it was. sure. Wally, you're right. Yeah. Wally was the last one. Yeah. Uh, and and they had you know these were ideas, and the only distinction between an idea like one of those and an, an idea like one of the others, the newer ones, is just that the idea happened later. Uh, it's not necessarily that they worked on the script less. I mean, I, I don't know how much work was put into the script of Wally before they decided we're going to actually make it. It's not just an idea about a movie about a robot. But I wonder how much of that has to do with basically the blood, uh, the blood coming in, having stories they've always wanted to tell that they've been kind of just thinking about. And now it's shit like, oh, um, OK, well, after we've done like John had his couple ideas for movies and then we did one of Brad's and one of Andrew's and all these guys, you know, maybe it's what, a- what if we need to come up with a new idea and those are just a little bit more reaching? 
Yeah, well, maybe it's a, a a collective version of that sophomore slump idea. You know, the a new director will come out with his first film and it'll be this amazing thing and it's because he's been working on the script for 20 years right. and he only finally got the chance to make it and then he has to make a second film but he only has a year to make that so it's uh, oh it's not as great maybe we're looking at a, a collective version of that where you had a a group of ideas that's these collect this group sort of, of people the, had for the 20 years year ideas yeah and then it took them that long to get through all of them, but once they did, then they had to come up with their sophomore. Yeah. And then, and then they're swings. like, "We got to put out a movie next year, and we got yeah. nothing, y'all." Well, yeah, but I, I think that, I think part of it has to do with the either either something has changed in the process, or the fact that they've lost some of their creative people who aren't there the way they used to be there. Like, you know, I don't yeah. know, I don't know if Brad Bird was ever like an employee at Pixar, or he was just there for the movies he did, but but. From what I understand, you know, it's always if you're in the building, you're sort of part of the whole creative. Hey, take a look at this. You know, yeah. this is a movie we're doing three years from now, but, you know, come to the presentation and see what you think. And, and everyone throws down their ideas. Well, Brad Bird has gone off to do live action movies now. And, yeah. and Andrew Stanton went off to do live action movies. And Lasseter is over, you know, half the time he's at Disney supervising everything else. So, you know, Brave is the first one that seems like this one got out the gate, you know, and and. You know, didn't quite get a full paint job before it. You know, and you know, made it all the way to the yeah, end. Not of production. everyone had a chance to kind of look over yeah. it. and be like, well, whether that, that was a factor at <laughs> time or not. Um, also, from what I've read about Brave, is like it did go through a lot of changes, and it was going to be something else, and, it, and changed directors or famously something. changed directors two thirds of the way through. Yeah, it was going to. It was going to be not that this really matters in terms of storytelling, but it was going to be the first picture movie that was directed by a woman, uh, and then she got let go. And I remember at the time, this was months and months ago, maybe six or seven, maybe ten months ago, uh, when we hadn't even heard of Brave yet. It was like one of those titles that you read on a website, like, and Pixar's next movies are this, that, and they don't mean anything. Like right now, we're still hearing about interesting Pixar film about the inside of the human body. And at some point in five years, what I just said will make sense to you. But for all of us now, it's like, okay. Uh, Brave was one of those. But I had just heard, someone had linked to a thing, just someone I was following at the time on Twitter, was really animation circle e guy and he had linked to a story on some obscure animation blog that i don't follow it might not be obscure but it one that i don't know saying this lady had just gotten kicked off of the new picture movie and all of the comments like the first day before people tempered and edited their stuff was very much people in pixar being like this is fucking bullshit and this and that and the other and it was a really interesting thing to see but i always remember that this director changeover happened because I was seeing a lot of controversial inside Pixar posts on a blog that later got, for the most part, removed uh, just because people realized they like working at Pixar. <laughs> um, but I, it, it famously changed directors. Uh, they, I think they changed stories a little ways in, and that's it why you get a lot of like it. it. certainly seems... It well, feels like it takes a hard turn into a completely yeah. different story. It, yeah. it does. Stop. Well, and someone in the, in, the, in the chat room has sort of pointed out that, that Pixar is... Pixar is trying to step up its output. You know, they're trying to like, yeah. okay, we're you know now yeah. we're 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 a money making machine. Now we can we, we have a, we're staffed up and our software is so good and our computer systems are revved up. We can put out a movie every year, which means Uh-oh. you're not spending as much time making that movie right, anymore. Yeah. You're, um, you're not spending as much time refining the story. Technically, you can make that movie in a year, yeah. but you're not you're not having that time of like literally sitting on that story point for six months and going. No, I really think it needs to be the other thing, you know, and right. and, and having the time like, well, we're we're screwed now because it comes out in Christmas. So certainly, right. there's it. many stories that happen inside production. All what, I think it's 13 now at the time of recording Pixar movie productions. There's going to be stories that no one tells out of school about how things got made. <laughs> the only one that outside of the Pixar circle that we as uh, 
Pixar layman know is that Toy Story 2 is one wherein they said, uh, we're going to do this. Ah, shit. And they had about two and a half hours to make Toy Story 2 before it came out where they had to rush the production. And then that movie came out and well, they, oh my no, God, it's okay. They did fine. Oh, that, good. They had to rush the production because they were, they, they do a they, direct DVD. They got to, well, they got, yeah, they had gotten to a certain point in developing it and they were like, this is bullshit. We're starting over. And they didn't move the release date. They were just like, no, we're starting over. We're not putting this out. Uh, we'd rather shoot. We'd rather put this down, put a gun to its head and put it down <laughs> than release it. So they went back to the drawing board and basically completely reconstructed it. So, as I recall, they did the same thing in Cars. Cars was supposed to come out in I'm, – I'm, it was supposed to come out in 2005, I think November of 2005, and it got pushed to the summer of 2006 right. because they were like, nope, uh-uh. And they went back and, and redid basically the whole movie. Um, but they're not – I don't think they're doing that anymore. Certainly, certainly, no movie of theirs has gotten pushed or anything like that. And you're not hearing that kind of tale out of school, like you said, of them going eh, and and having to start over. Do you think it's a process of it's it, maybe more of a mentality is taking over of well, it's good enough? No, I don't. Okay, uh, here's why: consciously, no; subconsciously, certainly, because. During the cars, I don't know if anyone remembers this. Things, you know, in the age of the internet, you just forget shit immediately these days. But when Cars 2's publicity stuff was going out, this is only a year or two ago now, uh, there was an interview with Lassiter. And Lassiter said, we got well into Cars 2 and stopped and started over because it wasn't good. Now, that's a decision, the instinct, the decision, that he would have made the entire time. Previously, when he made it, I don't know if it's as a result of making it, but the movies were of a higher quality than Cars 2, if we're going to take it as read that Cars 2 is worse. He had the same instinct. He said, this isn't good enough. But then the result was Cars 2. Now, it's not to say that it happened as a result of that choice. Maybe it was they tried again, and they ended up in the same sort of dead-end shit. This idea isn't good enough. Fuck yeah, it. Maybe they should have gone, we shouldn't make a sequel to Cars. Maybe that was, maybe that was the leap they couldn't make. But the... All I can say, based on having heard that, is that Lasseter, for as many intents and purposes as we're willing to count for this conversation, is the same guy making the same calls when he sees the same problems. Maybe they're getting worse at solving problems, or their problems are having to be solved faster and faster. That seems to. I I mean, it's six of one, half dozen of the other. Because I think if you don't give a problem enough time to solve, you're you're not not going to come up with as good of a solution. solution. Is now Pixar is owned by Disney? Is Pixar? publicly traded on its own in any way shape or form uh, m- basically my question what i'm wondering is is does pixar have a higher profile now and thus Who, more to answer to more to answer to and it has to it's more of a slave to that you know quarterly earning profit mentality where you have to demonstrate profits every you know fiscal quarter and maybe that's driving some of this less maybe. time to my knowledge they're not publicly traded i think they were they were yeah they were bought they're, yeah, they're owned by Disney, Disney now, which yeah. which makes them some kind of a part of a, a subsidiary. giant, giant you know, yeah. corporate thing, um, and that's the thing that you know that's a, that's a thing that 
you know, a lot of people like when 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 Disney did whatever the deal was, whether they bought Pixar, if that's the proper way to say it, or whatever, they bought a controlling interest. However, it works. I remember the you know the internets were all like, oh well, that's the end of Pixar because Disney's going to make everything stupid, and not realizing that basically Disney was like buying their creative vision and going, yeah. no, you you guys come here and yeah. fix all our bad shit. Every, uh, everyone, we don't we don't know how to do anything anymore. We don't know how to tell a story. How, yeah. Please, everyone yeah. was scared that Disney was about to take over Pixar when Disney was yeah. like, please come take us over D- Pixar. Disney paid yeah. Pixar yeah. to take take them over creatively (laughs) in the Um, chat swilly's saying that they were publicly traded before disney bought them i don't know if that's true or not but that's what he's saying because he says i remember when they went public i wanted to get in on that shit (laughs) so they may be they may well still be and but you know it also be a different subsidiary but um so there is that i mean if they're if they're having to answer to stockholm when, when did they go public if that's the case then um because yeah when you become a public company that you're your goals change. They they must. Yeah. Right. They have to. And your the horizon of your goals change. That's that's yeah. the issue. Is you know you you have to demonstrate that profit or that progress every quarter, and you have to be making that money every quarter, and it becomes much harder to have horizons that are two, five, or yeah. ten years out. Although you can't separate incentives from how things get made. The movies. What has changed? An earlier, Land Porpoise in the chat mentioned. All right, what's Pixar at their best? What's them at their worst? What's different? Now, uh, Trey and Mike haven't seen Cars 2, but we've all seen Brave. At the risk of spoilers, we'll say that for now, Brave is the least Pixar-y Pixar movie. Yeah. And how about Incredibles? Does that work for everyone? Yeah. yeah. Okay, what's yeah. the difference? Sure. Now, aside, aside from there being different movies, what happens in one that doesn't happen in Brave, the other? Brave is the one where, as we've talked about many times on this show... Um, Brave is the one that fails to answer the question, why did you just tell me that story? Yeah. Uh, and I, I also think... I think Coherently. There's like three possible answers, but none of them are really, you know, really played out. Whereas Incredibles answers it wholesale? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think I think, well, you, I think it was you earlier, Mike, that said uh, that they, these the newer Pixar movies, or Brave at least, takes these, left, these story left turns. Yeah. And if we're looking for any kind of storytelling trend, I think that might be it. Because I think... I think Up takes a little bit of a left turn story yeah. wise, uh, and uh, Cars takes a bunch of squiggly turns in its story, <laughs> uh, left and right and all over the place. And the big problem with with Brave is that it takes this massive left turn from one movie into another story wise. And so maybe maybe that's it. Maybe this you know the fundamental storytelling skill of this is one unit of story. This is one cohesive you know entity from start to finish as opposed to a collection of scenes, yeah. maybe that that bit of insight has been lost well, it's, along the it's, way. In that case, it, I think it was just she was making one movie and they wanted to make a different one. Or they weren't happy with what she was doing and they tried to salvage what they already had. The question is totally speculative. The question, of course, that we'd love to know the answer to is which which movie, which part of the movie, that the two parts of the Brave that don't fit together, which one is which? Yeah. Which one is the fix and which one is the thing that needed fixing? Yeah. Because, like, as, as I think we've all said, <laughs> that up until the big plot point, it's like, okay, well, you know, yeah. I'm digging it. I'm like, and then and then there's an entirely other story of which, and, and like Mike, if you check out Mike's review, for example, he points out, hey, if, even if you've just seen the trailers, you know how it's all, imp- you know, she's a really great archer, and that pays off in no way. Yeah. There's nothing about anything that happens that requires that where she shoots an arrow and it does something. I mean, it's like the Pixar of The Incredibles and the Pixar of Finding Nemo would either have paid off that setup or not set that up. Yeah. Because that's wasting of screen time. So it's it's the it's the... The fact that there are two movies that don't match each other 
combined into one is the fault is the problem with brave brave is just as good looking as every other pixar movie yeah, and it's just beautifully animated and boy I mean, howdy technically you know the, all the technicians are all doing their jobs just fine like i said the top bracket always happens but somewhere Forget creatively it. you know this whole this story about and it's about you know where you say i don't know if i characterize it so much why did you tell me that story but i would go i know what the incredibles was about yeah i don't know what brave was about Okay. Other than it's about a girl who did a thing, but I mean, in terms of, you know, Incredibles is about how families have to learn to, you know, work together and be together and, and you know, overcome differences and, and, and learn. Communicate. And communicate. Yeah. And all, you know, it's about and how they have to, how people who are different need to find their way in the world and, and become part of the world and, and acknowledge that and understand that there are differences. I, you know, that's what. That's what Incredibles is about. Yeah, Brave. Don't, don't worry about the good old days. Exactly. I appreciate what you, you know. Have. There's, there's all those themes that are running through it. Brave is about. If you don't want to get married, you don't have to. If you talk to a witch, yeah. If you have a good relationship with your mom, if you do. Yeah. But if you, and it's all about how mom has to loosen up and learn to enjoy life because she used to be a free spirit, but then she gave it up. Except they didn't set her up that way. Yeah. And so I didn't realize she had to learn that lesson, and even though she did at the end. Okay. So there's a there's a real failure of the you know the one thing that you could point to about Pixar I think above everything else because anyone can make a good looking movie now if they have the time and money is you know just go my God their stories are bulletproof you know there's yeah. not a wasted motion in their stories and Brave just completely yeah it wasn't there blows that now here's the thing if we had I completely <laughs> imagine and again completely speculate but if we had a high level rep from Pixar in the room right now, someone who had seen the productions, uh, I'll, bet they, I'll bet they would say something like this and in more sort of well-handled terms. Uh, Fuck car, you guys. Cars 2. <laughs> cars 2 happened uh, a bit because we made a lot of money on Cars. We wanted to keep that going and Disney was pushing on us because they've been strapped for a little while here. Lasseter loves Cars and he saw that there wasn't really much of a story to be had there so we wanted to do a spy movie with them. And you know what? That just didn't, it just didn't work. I mean, the, the short people make movies all the time. They mostly don't work. And that was one of them. It's okay. And Brave <laughs> happened because we got well into the production of this. Uh, it didn't like where it was going, but we had a, a, an interesting sort of political division within the company where some people were really hyper loyal to the story and they loved the story and they didn't want to lose the work that had been done there. And the two movies basically ended up not gelling. There's two. Okay. That's the past. It's fine. That's why those things happened. What worries me, and this is sort of why I wanted to have a conversation like this, is let's look forward now. Our next two prospective Pixar movies are Monsters, Inc. 2. Okay. (laughs) And here's the one that really kills me. Toy Story 4. Uh, I'm hearing rumors that that, that one. Toy Story Four is next in line after Monsters. I've heard rumors that one might not happen, but I don't know. It's as far as I know to this day, it's only been confirmed by Tom Hanks, Mm -hmm. and maybe it's not going to happen. But Maybe the, but Tom Hanks is being like, I'll I'll stand in the closet and do Woody. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, I, well, that's the easy part. Uh, supposing they do do Toy Story four, it's it's hyper baffling because the Toy Story trilogy might be the best recent trilogy. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a better recent tri- Pirates of the Caribbean. Nope, not really. Matrix certainly not. Uh, and every and previous trilogies, yeah, trilogies G- are not doing. They're, they're not just doing. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not. And the Toy Story three was amazing. Yeah. And it really put a fucking bookend yeah. on the series. He said, uh, Lamb Porpoise says Lord of the Rings. I think that is the last one yeah. that really nailed it, and that's Lord 10 of the years Rings. Ago. That's good. That's yeah. good. In any case, uh, so they don't do Toy Story 4. That's heartening. That's, that makes me happy. But Monsters, Inc. 2. That's where I go. 
I, I still have residual trust. They're, they're making a really good point in the chat room right now that, that one of the reasons Toy Story, because Toy Story was broken when they first did it, and Joss Whedon, they, the, the Pixar people have said, Joss Whedon is the one who came in and be like, okay, let me explain to you how this works. <laughs> and so, and so he, he basically kind of helped he them. He gave understand. them a story workshop. He gave a them a story writing workshop. Yeah, story writing workshop, and they carried that through. And if we're talking about turnover at the creative level, people may be getting elevated into that position you know younger people and newer people who don't have that grounding maybe they need to yeah. maybe they need to either bring joss whedon in or somebody to sit everyone down and go okay every five years here's a refresher yeah. this is how you tell a story yeah well here's the thing though is i i don't think it's not like you know ramp is gone but but lassiter's not gone and you know bird and stanton are still available i mean anyone can be sent a dvd at any time i think i think it is I think it is at the end. It's the business thing. It's the fact that the movie has to come out this summer. Yeah, that's it. We've slated its release day. You know, yeah, it's like there's, there's, you know, they'll they'll never say it now. They might say it in a couple of years um, because very few people have the bravery of that Universal exec that said, you know, yeah, we released a pretty crappy movie there. Um, I I don't think it's a mystery inside of Pixar that Brave. Wow, that people didn't think Brave was that good. I think they knew full well that they were releasing. No a, shit, a, we were shot in the knee yeah, a year and a half ago. I, yeah, that they were releasing a substandard product, and they were going, "Oh, we're going to take it in the shorts for this one." <laughs> they're going to, oh, they're going to be calling us dead, and they're going to be doing podcasts about how we <laughs> we suck now. Um, yeah, well, because you know that happens. It's like we're all the business. It's like you, you, we've all worked on projects that went out the door, and we went. I don't think I'm telling my folks about this one. I don't <laughs> think I'm going to say I worked on this. Um, it's really high profile shit that I've yeah, done that's not going on my reel. Exactly, and it's just you know, it's it's it happens, and and if you don't have the luxury of, you know, of saying it's not ready, it's just not ready. If the business if the business says it's no, the the trailers have been going since forever. It's a big deal to 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 change course like that. Yeah. They used to, and they used to be able to do that. They used yeah. to be able to sit back and and. Probably Steve Jobs was able yeah. to like pull that trigger and go, nope, not yeah. coming out yet. They wow. could, they could cover for you. They could sit back and develop stuff and, and that, not that was, have a release. Jobs date. was that guy yeah. who would say, nope, we're not. Nope, it's, now we're not it's seeing not, the results it's not there yet. Or at least I don't think we're seeing the results of Jobs being gone yet, unless he actually pulled out from the company a while back. Uh, but with Jobs and Rand, well, he gone, he did want to. He stopped being a major factor when he, they sold it to Disney, right? No, no. I mean, he was still around, uh, but Jobs got it off the ground hardcore and was there for many of the first movies. I don't know how much his involvement ceased, but I know that he was still. I mean, they, they dedicated Brave to him. They, they, however, they gave bittersweet that might. Be. I guarantee you, they were sending Jobs DVDs of rough assemblies and shit like that. Um, and he would have had his say. Now that said, Steve Jobs is not a storyteller. I mean, he might have a. He is very good at uh, vantage point perspective selling of of movies. He may. Incidentally, I've had a great storytelling eye, but, but that's, he, not, but part he, of his, was that's guy, not part of his MO. But he was the guy who said, the product isn't ready till it's ready. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. the Steve Jobs thing. Yeah, He's I the think, guy who said, this iPod's not coming out yet. It he, doesn't look I'm, great. I'm sure he will, you know, it, even not being a story guy, he's probably, I, I may not know story, but I know what I like. If he sat yeah. down and watched the movie, he's like, I don't know what's broken, but something is, and it's not it's going not out ready. until you And or if yeah. Lasseter was going, it's really killing us that we have to release it in, in Christmas, well then don't, you know. Yeah. If, yeah. You could, if you'd have the power to pull that trigger and go... What if you had six more months? Could you fix it then? Okay, then then do that. Then go. Let's do it. Do it, yeah. But the question is really, I mean, the, the reason Toy Story 4 and Monsters, Inc. both seem to me, and Toy Story 4 might not exist, but when I heard that those were the next two Pixar movies, it seemed like a prospective litany. It seemed like two things that's like, 
Those are both bad calls, guys. Now, it's not to say that you couldn't make a good movie out of a Monsters, Inc. prequel. I mean, part of the prequel problem is just that you inherently lose all the stakes of whatever movie you're making a prequel to because you know they survive. Right. But there was never really a question in Monsters, Inc. about whether or not they were going to live. It was about the friendship and whether or not it was going to survive that. Then again, you also know that the friendship's going to survive because they're friends, you know, et cetera. But Toy Story 4 as a sequel, both of them seem like we're treading ground that's been tread, that we loved treading, but a part of the reason that we liked Pixar 10 years ago and probably continue to but see less and less of it it's just that every movie was just this different thing and now we're seeing sequels yeah I think more than anything I think it's it's just hard to write a new story I guess but well it's it's the same it's the same issue as sequels and reboots and everything in the rest of Hollywood it's are you I want you to make this because you have a story to tell me and that's the way to do it I don't want you to give me cars to or whatever because that's the easier thing for you to market and i feel like i mean i think it's it's obvious that cars too they did that because they made so much money from cars fine we're gonna sell more cars we're gonna sell more cars and honestly if if pixar if every fifth movie was cars (laughs) 2 and then the other four were uh finding nemo and incredibles i'm that's i will take that deal in a second but if we are seeing this trend line, we're definitely getting uh, Monsters University. And if we got Toy Story 4 or whatever, then we're just going further down this path that makes Pixar like the rest of the industry at this at this moment. Ice which, Age 7. Ice Age 7 yeah. and, yeah. Which, which seem to be going backwards chronologically somehow. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I, I guess the bigger thing is... And so we're we're just we're approaching it from a, a profit motive standpoint as opposed to, you know, Pixar was always wonderful because they were... They came to tell the story first and foremost and they did that well and then they made the money because they did that well money which is which was always disney's thing well walt disney not the company but the guy basically i was just i just said that too we're basically we're seeing the same thing that happened to disney yeah disney you know had a strong creative leader and a strong creative team who made the company what it was and then it became a corporation and the Mm -hmm. founders died and then it just became a soulless corporation oh my god in 50 years alan menken is gonna have to come and do and say pixar but he's gonna be dead so it's gonna have to be some other guy that grew up loving musicals and then maybe it'll be me sure it's not gonna be you i don't want it (laughs) (laughs) it's not Oh yeah, it'll be somebody, but it won't be you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but I think no, that, but you're right. That's totally right. That's that's Cinderella, uh, Pinocchio, Fantasia. Yeah, Snow White. Yeah, yeah, uh, and Disneyland. Uh, you know, just yeah. like these. These are like insane projects that only yeah, like, Disney World. Yeah, yeah what, what crazy? Let's genius. take all of Central Florida and yeah, make it what, a theme what park. Lunatic would even <laughs> attempt something like that. Yeah. Well, there was a guy who did, and it paid off. But. Uh, you know, but then it became a corporation. If you were to look out, especially, and now, and now they keep extending copyright just so they don't have to invent something new yeah, and can right. keep the, using they, uh, yeah. Mickey Mouse. They can't yep. do anything better than that guy came up with almost a hundred years ago now. Um, and the, actually, the uh, the period right after Disney died, like the eighties, was the definitely the creative low point of Disney yeah. until the late eighties. And they were oh, yeah. well until the the nineties Renaissance. Well, with when Katzenberg and yeah. you know those guys came in and, and turned it around. But yeah. but the uh, you know like if you see that video on that's on YouTube of like recycled animation of like yeah. here's this thing. all of those the recycles are all 80s Disney movies when they were making crappy movies and they were like oh we don't even have to reanimate things we'll just take our old cells and just draw over them again but those are all taking their classic movies and using the animations in their crappy 70s and 80s movies that's that's all from that period it's not like Disney does that now so previously I just said when I was trying to try to sum up from the Pixar vantage point of someone who's just like, yeah, we know, but here's why. You get Brave, which is, eh, fuck. And we got halfway done. It was too expensive to stop. 
we'll try to save it. That's what we got. And Cars 2 is just what it was. Neither of those are endemic things. Those are both circumstantial things. I'm, I'm, well, I'm kind of shocked that they're at the point. I mean, I guess on on the one hand it makes sense, but on the other hand, it was it was like Disney Disney paid Pixar to come take over, like we've been talking about. They gave them the keys to the kingdom, basically. So I, I don't understand why Pixar can't just be like, okay, we're going to be the black box. We're not going to tell you what we're working on <laughs> yeah. until it's ready, and then we will hand it to the marketing department mm-hmm. six months before it needs to go out. You may not get anything from us for four years, but it'll be awesome. While we're doing that in the black box, we'll help you with all your other stuff. We'll wreck it, Ralph and Bolt and all that. We're, we're on top of it. Yeah. There will be content coming out of Disney, but it won't be Pixar branded until it's ready. Um, and I, I, I would think that they have that power, so I don't understand why they're not doing that. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm sure they had the power to set set up their arrangement that way if they had wanted to. They probably just didn't think of it. Mm-hmm. They probably just didn't. They didn't. And or they and or they think they're that good and they can put out a movie every six months and oh. it'll be just as good as putting them out every two years. Yeah, so I mean, could so be hubris. Never underestimate the ability of the human brain to fool itself. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe. I'm, and I'm sure in the, the in the meetings back and forth, it, it would have had a tone of you know, please come save us. You are geniuses, so please come save us. And it would okay. yeah it wouldn't be it would be hard oh, we're geniuses yeah okay. it, yeah it wouldn't be hard for the people at Pixar to go yeah we're fucking geniuses we're totally yeah. geniuses now we have and all the money yeah we're geniuses and we're invincible we'll be good at whatever we do and that's that's a bad thing to think <laughs> yeah so back to the sort of pertinent question looking into the future are we worried about Pixar do we think they're going to bring it back do you think they're going to write themselves on this or do you think that we're overreacting to a couple of foibles what, what's going on here? At this point, it might be an overreaction. There may not be enough data points. It's just scary because there are any data points at all on this <laughs> yeah. trend line. Uh, yeah, I I doubt it will ever get as bad as is I think is we're kind of implying, or yeah. as maybe the language of this podcast <laughs> implies. Uh, but will we go back to the world where you know Pixar bats a flawless thousands? No, probably not. And well, we can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that that but, day, that that day. Like I said, you've 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 taken a step into the grown-up world. You've yeah. learned that Pixar can fail. Yeah. Pixar can. Um, so yeah. Well, we we won't go back to that world. I guess we won't. No. Uh, we probably won't ever get back to the world where you can guarantee that uh, Pixar will have a flawless story, and we may just have to live in a world where Pixar movies take these weird story left turns, these ninety-degree <laughs> turns. And you just accept I, it. I still think that was a circumstantial thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that, and this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be a, a challenging one. But I, th- I think the heyday of Pixar is over. Yes. Um, because I mean they 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 they're no longer infallible, which means that they're now <laughs> on the level of DreamWorks, where sometimes they make a really great movie and sometimes their movies aren't as good, but they're always nice looking and they're nice technically and and they make money and they're all right. You know, and they, mm-hmm. they're they're funny, and they're not they're not awful movies by any step of the imagination. But as we've said, there are now we can now if we if we open up the field and we grade Pixar movies, but we allow Sony movies and DreamWorks movies. There are some Sony movies and DreamWorks movies that will rate higher than some Pixar movies. Yeah, yeah, and that that's that's new in the universe, and uh, you know, and now it's the case is you know, Surf's Up is better than Brave, and that's just how it is. Um, at least how I feel, and I'm sure other people feel, and. Um, so, so the question is: Is Pixar literally just going to become just another one of those movies where, you know, another one of those companies where you go, oh yeah, this one was okay, 
you know, this one was fun. You know, <laughs> that's yeah. that's sad, but it's like yeah, I think that's like, probably the world. You know, we're mean, to. meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, DreamWorks is like seems to be trending upward. Not not all their movies are great and have been great, but they've they've been getting generally better at it. So is you're it gonna, you're and Sony Animation less, as well? Probably, probably it's gonna. Uh, what we're saying is really it's going to come to the point where. A Pixar film is no longer going to trade just on the fact that it's Pixar. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be like, it's you're be like, actually yeah, going to sell any, me on but it. But is it any good? Yeah. yeah. Which is you know, a so sad it, thing, but that's more like real life. Because <laughs> no one can be perfect forever. So is it a fact that, or is it? can we consider it that you know, the Pixar ship has sunk, but in the process it's raised the waterline for everybody <laughs> else? See, see, it's, it's not disastrous. It's just that, you know, like I said, it's just, it's, like, it's just part of growing up. It's like your dad is not Superman. He's just a guy. He's this guy. He didn't even go to school to be your dad. He's making everything <laughs> up as he went along. You know, he, he was good at some stuff. And he's, a, he's probably a great guy, but he's just this guy. And he's just, you know. He's just one of a million people in the world that, that make their way as best they can from day to day. So, you know, Pixar is still going to make flawless movies, but technically everyone else has come up where everyone else can make movies that look pretty good, too. And now it's just a matter of, well, if Pixar can, for whatever reason, can let a movie get out the gate with, with a substandard story, then and there's nothing preventing DreamWorks from sending one out the gate with an awesome story. And and beating Pixar at that game. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, you know, and bear in mind, Cars wasn't as well received as Nemo, but Cars 2 was where I think everyone went, eh? Cars 2 was the one where everyone, and yeah. it's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was yeah. when the stopwatch clicked. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, and this <laughs> and is totally time. speculative, and, just, and just, I'm just curious, uh, and I'm sure we have some Pixar listeners, but I'm sure you also could tell me the answer to this question. I wonder if there were people inside Pixar right before Cars 2 came out that went, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> I'm sure plenty. We're going to get I'm slammed sh- the for this. over. I guess my I better, so, my yeah. bigger, my, the, bigger, the question differently phrased would just be, did they know? They must have known. I'm sure. It's just like there were people, there were people working at ILM. I mean, I, I, I you know, know people. That Ewoks were, and were, shit? No, not Ewoks, but the, I'm talking about later where, you know, people who grew up on Star Wars were like, my dream in life is to work at ILM. And they did just in time to work on the prequels, which they did going, oh, my God, we're making shit. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm working on Star Wars. And Finally, the, after 20 years of dreaming, I'm working I'm on working Star Wars. I'm working on Star Wars, and it's the most miserable experience of my life because this is terrible what we're doing. You know, it's like even no matter, you know, no matter where you are in the totem pole, you know, you, you should be, if you have any kind of aptitude for, for movie making at all. I mean, if you're just like, I love Roto, and, you know, you, and, and you, okay, you found your niche. That's great. But uh, if you have any kind of, you know, discerning, you know, like I said, I've, I've worked very hard on many movies. I go, it's a shame we're making this one because it's not good. Um, so I'm just hoping that. But the check's clearing. Um, so. The check's clearing, and I'm hoping that, uh, you know, maybe one of my shots will be in a trailer and people go, that was a nice shot. That's, that's what I'm going to get out of it. But I'm not going to be, like, so proud and, you know, I worked on this movie. Um, and that's true at ILM, and that's, that's also true at, uh, I'm sure it's true at Pixar. Whatever their whatever cult atmosphere there may or may not be, there are people there who I mean I guarantee you there are people there who went to the screening of Brave and walked out going, ooh, Uh-oh. whoops, that one didn't happen. Yeah. You know, Pixar is not going to to keel over and and die in the gutter. It's just it has now descended from the lofty clouds of of heaven that it has been at, and now it's just they're guys that make movies like anybody else. Some of them are good, like Trey said. Some are good, some are bad. 
but you don't have that. I think that's a fundamental human desire to find anything certain in the world, (laughs) anything that you can count on as a rock solid, something that doesn't move or shift underneath your feet in life. And so that's one of the, you know, Pixar was one of those things. Pixar makes good movies. I know that for a fact. I can take that as an article of faith. And guess what? You can't do that anymore. It's harder for you guys because literally your whole lives you have had that, you know, that idea. So, yeah. You know, like I said, they were just those guys who, you know, became famous when we didn't. So fuck them. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I I didn't think that. I mean, (laughs) they deserve their success. I said something similar to what you said, uh, Tegon. (laughs) Minus the neck tattoo. It's like, uh, (laughs) minus the neck tattoo. It's like Pixar, you know, my best friend. Then one time we went to a party and. When we left, he puked in my car and said some things, and like it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's it's I, like we're fine now. We're better together than apart, but still, that it happened. And uh, but uh, yeah, so to an extent, I'm almost kind of what we've talked about. It's like I'm not. I I'm almost less worried about Pixar now, just because I'm like, all right, well, now you're real. Yeah, yeah. There was that tension. It's like, and it's the same. It is the same with like a real relationship. Is like sooner or later we're gonna get in a fight. <laughs> and and once the fight happens, you're like, all right, now you're a person. And now we've had that, and we got that out of our okay. system, and it's cool. It's better so, that you're off the pedestal. Now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, the Pixar is off the pedestal now, but it's like, well, that's great, because I don't have to worry about trying to catch it when it falls <laughs> off anymore. It happened, and we could just kind of move on. It so. turned out, it wasn't so bad as you thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... You know, um, like you guys said, I'm, I'm sure they're not going to completely devolve into just churning out crap. I think, uh, you know, for for a couple decades at least, they're they're going to want to hold on to that brand. Maybe maybe down the line, they're just gonna, you know, new management will come in and it'll all go to hell. But um, I think for the next little while, we can trust that that they're going to keep trying <laughs> at the at, very least, at, at least until we get to Euro Pixar Land. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Hey, I th- I think Monsters Four is going to be their winner. I think that's going to be the big one. Trey, any last summary? You've already sort of said your piece here. But... I, I I basically have. Yeah, it's it's you know it's 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 really to Pixar's credit just to try and make it more positive. It's to Pixar's credit that I mean, how long has this been going on for twenty years? Yeah, ninety-five. Twenty years? You know, twenty some years. Uh, twenty-five. 50, now, yeah. you know, uh, twenty-five. Not twenty-five. Well, they've been doing no, shorts 15. since the these are not maths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm not counting Tintoy. Well, no, because like, yeah. they say tw- the car- cars is their they say is their 20 year anniversary, right? Yeah, that's true. But that's but 20 years they're counting all the way from like Tintoy and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So 95 was Toy Story, so okay. 17 years now. Yeah, that you know that they that they were able to to build a brand that had that incredible track record too. And we'll say, if we're being conservative, 10 excellent movies. Yeah. yeah. Ten yeah. excellent movies in 12 years, for at least, and that's a record that's you know maybe only. Early Disney in its heyday could say to have claimed to have matched. I mean, I don't think even Spielberg's first ten movies. There's some clunkers in there, but it's just it's just you know they're they have a great system and they have you know they have a great and they have a great philosophy or they they have had a great corporate philosophy. Um, it's just I don't have the the hero worship of you guys because they're they're the company that was just one of the companies. That, to me, they started as just one of us. Mm-hmm. That's how I first experienced them. You know, at, at Sigraph in 1988, these guys are from Pixar. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Couldn't get your cartoon finished, huh? <laughs> it's pretty tough. This computer graphics racket, isn't it? Yeah, but the half was nice. Baby's a little scary, but okay. But toys, you should you should run with that toy thing because toys aren't scary when you animate them. You should you should run with that. That's a good idea. Um, Are you saying Toy Story was your idea? Totally, yeah, my he's idea. A, he's a Forrest Gump of Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> totally. 
I did not actually say that. My story from SIGGRAPH, because that was a SIGGRAPH where we debuted Mike the Talking Head, real-time computer graphic animation, and no one understood that at all. Um, and someone literally did say to me, and he might have been from Pixar, he might have been at Gatmall, I don't know who it was, um, but he said, oh, you did that real-time computer graphic animation that, where you do it in real time. Yeah, that's a great stunt. I mean, it has no practical value, but it, you know, that's cute. So... Basically, we we you know we oh, de- fuck him. We debuted we debuted what's now called motion capture to the entire computer graphic world, and no one got it. No and one. Pixar went. I don't. There's no, no point. Well, no, and then that's fine because they, yeah. they they totally. I'm not talking about that, but the, yeah, yeah. You know the fact that we you know we we just just as I looked at Pixar and said, yeah, those guys. You know, I don't know. They're no Metrolite. You know, people <laughs> looked at motion capture for the first time and went, yeah, I don't get it. And that's. You never know that kind of thing. So, so like, and I said, that's Pic- how the future is born. Exactly. So, so Pixar was, you know, Pixar was some nice guys that you know we hung out with, along with Rhythm and Hughes and all those other companies, and and then they made it big. You know, their first movie was this big breakthrough, and they and they had a great corporate philosophy, and 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 it was because it was based on the the storytelling and not just the technology, and that's great. And they had a great, have had a great run with that, and that's entirely, you know, almost unmatched. There's very few. There's very few stories like that in, in the movie industry and we should be you know grateful and amazed that you know 10 amazing movies yeah. got made by anybody in a row um and the fact that you can't do that indefinitely is just uh, it's a fact of life yeah frankly so the answer is no this has been down in front <laughs> the answer is not, this, the answer this, is, 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 is you asked me my answer to the question the ultimate question is my answer is not yet yeah <laughs> a couple more data points get back to me <laughs> It's been Down in Front. Always former episodes at downinfront.net. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Brand new episode every single week. Twitter.com slash Down in Front. Email Down in Front Show. Facebook Down in Front Show. Uh, I don't know. Shit. Go to the forum. Involve yourself in the conversation. Great people. All that stuff. Go to the main website. Buy some of our shirts. And please, there's a big PayPal button. We're not asking. We're just saying. But we're asking. And until uh, Holden Hill designs and maintains a new website, we have been Down in Front. <laughs> You know, Down in Front was really good for a while. For a while, while there. But then suddenly, they, they when Teague the started changing times. the intro, the outro, it just... That was bad. I think that was the turning point. My name me. is Teague Christie. Brian Finifter. Mike Scott. Trace Stokes. This has been Down in Front. Thank you very much for listening. Good night, good night.